0: IT and cake. And cake. Oh, I love an iceberg cake. With Warren Milburn, possibly the greatest, most fantastical business tech mind of our age. Mm. And Paul Greystoke, someone who until very recently believed IT to be a beverage invented by Apple. Mm. IT and Cake is a weekly podcast designed to help business owners increase productivity, solve mm. tech problems, and spend less on their IT. Terms and conditions apply even though there are no terms and conditions just listen and enjoy yeah hello and welcome to it and cake my name is paul and my name is warren i'm the guy with all the questions about it and warren is the man with all the answers i guess (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely yeah you are um now if you haven't heard the first one on security and ransomware then what have you been doing with your life Go over there and listen to it right now. This particular episode is about how to choose the right technology for your business. So all you business owners out there, this is for you. Right, Warren, are you ready? Hello. Okay, so how to choose the right technology for your company. Um, I'm a business owner. Do I just jump straight back straight in there and start buying technology or not? Well, if you do, you stand a good chance
1: of wasting your money. Putting money into technology where you have no real clue as to how it satisfies your business goals is folly. Uh, what you really need to do is to understand what your business goals are first uh, before you can do anything with the technology. So that's where you start, basically, looking at your business goals and what they are. And then we align everything else to that.
0: Okay. So what what are we talking about with business goals? How, how far in advance are we looking?
1: In terms of technology investment, you're going to need to be um, satisfying your business goals through sort of a five-year cycle, if you like. Okay. Uh, you need not just to uh, you need not just to satisfy your business goals as they are right now, but what you think your um, goals are for the next five years. You need to be looking at making a significant investment in your technology so that you get the best life out of it, but also that it's going to satisfy the goals still in five years' time that it's going to be um, suitable technology, that it's going to be doing what you, what it is you need it to do five years from now. Yeah. It's no good investing in technology that's only going to last 12 months. Mm. If your business goals are plotted over at five years, you'll just end up having to redo your business goals in a year's time or reinvest in t- more technology which is you know if you'd planned it properly in the first place you wouldn't be having that kind of wastage
0: so you're using the word invest uh, quite a bit there so i know a lot of people look at technology as an expense oh my god i need to buy this program i need this this piece of tech that does this and it's it's expense expense expenses, but um, the way monkey work it's not is it? It's an investment.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean the the way that a lot of small businesses work is that they they're very re- reactive when it comes to technology and what they think they need. So they identify they identify an immediate requirement for. Let's just as an example, just say, well, we've got an immediate requirement for a printer. Let's go and buy a printer, and off they go down to Curry's and they buy themselves a printer. But is that printer going to be able to do everything you want it to be able to do now and in the future? So in three, four, five years' time, is it still going to be doing what it is you want it to do? Well, have you not looked at the business goals for what you need that printer to be able to do? And, you know, there's other other examples of this as well in terms of uh, backing up. Let's say you say, Mm -hmm. well, I've got to back up all my stuff. And um, you you basically trot off down to your computer shop and you buy yourself a little portable hard disk. You plug it into your laptop and you start copying files across to it. It's not the most efficient way to do things. It's not going to be productive for your staff, for yourself. It's not the solution you're going to be using four or five years down the line. Mm-hmm. When it comes to when it comes to needing a more robust solution for your business, then you're going to do it all again. You might as well not waste that money. You might as well invest instead, and uh, look at what your business goals are. Look at what your technology goals are. Make sure they line up. Okay. And like you said before, a lot of companies, especially small businesses, are 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 um, they're a bit short-termist when it comes to. Uh, their technology requirements, they just buy things on demand. they have an immediate demand for something, they go and buy it. And then they have an immediate demand for the same thing, just that does a little bit more 12 months down the line. So they go and buy it again. Mm. And then they do the same thing 12 months down the line after that and buy it again. And then now they've bought three lots of technology that don't satisfy the business goals.
0: Okay. So I suppose having the right tech is, in a sense, like hiring a an employee you want an employee that's not going to just last the week you want somebody who if they've got new things you're going to learn in the business they can learn that and you have the right employee that's going to last those five years and be able to adapt to the changes that that the business needs you to adapt to in that time I guess. If you put as much if you put as much time and
1: effort into um, planning what you're going to do with your technology and how it satisfies the business goals as you did with employing the right staff in the first place you'd see what a what advantages it has you know like you said there's there's no point in in, in employing staff on a whim just because the seemed like a nice person or the seemed like really good at what they do. Or they seemed like they mm. knew what they were talking about. You'd actually spend some time talking to that person, testing that person out, making sure that they can do the job, making sure that they are going to be uh, a good fit for your company and so on and so on, you know, and it's the same thing with any investment. You make sure that it works first before you buy
0: it. Once we've got the five year plan, what do we do? What do we do with that? Break it down into chunks
1: of 12 months and then, and then um, start start at the beginning, you know, and make sure that your 12-month chunks line up to create your five-year plan. Okay. You know, so you have your, you have your ultimate business goals of where you want the business to be in five years' time. Uh, but it's too big a task just to take on in one go. In fact, it'll be overwhelming to try and, you know, do everything all at the same time to try and move yourself forward towards that. Set of five-year goals, it'll be too much. So you have to chunk that down into smaller, smaller bits. So twelve months is a reasonable thing to do, you know. Mm. Uh, so you could chunk that down into 12, 12 months, and then just plan your next twelve months. You need to know where you need need to be this time next year. Your five-year plan will tell you that where you need to be in twelve months from now. Mm-hmm. It'll be part of your five-year plan, and then you can plan your you can plan your next twelve months activity uh, around that. How much money are you going to need to invest? What technology do you need to bring in? How many people do you need? Mm. What resources are you going to require? You know all of the all of those kinds of things that need to be taken into account when you're putting your putting your plans together.
0: Okay. Now, um, obviously, with uh, sort monkey being sort of the tech specialist in that way, the businesses uh, that that use monkey aren't necessarily. Um, so they would. They would have their processes, I guess, and they would draw process maps, and they would have a look at the. I mean, that's something at monkey Doom, isn't it? It's a USB that we have, but um, there will be there will be occasions where um, a human process, if you like, could be done a lot faster, a lot more efficiently, and better by a piece of tech or some software. Um, so I'm guessing those after those processes what happens there to sort of swap around stuff to do is that a conversation to be had with the the business owner about that or
1: yeah absolutely i mean in the old days you know um when technology was really taken off, the technological revolution, if you like, and there was a lot of scare stories around about technology replacing people. And what you actually find is that you need more people to operate the tech uh, than you did to do it the manual <laughs> the manual way, you know. And it's yeah. just a shifting of it's a shifting of responsibilities to different areas, you know. It's not it's not supplanting someone's job by bringing in some fancy new tech to replace them. Mm. But yeah, we were promised right at the start of the of this technology revolution that it would um, transform our lives that it would give us more time and uh, make us um, more profitable give us more money give us more spare time to spend it in and um, and sadly that hasn't happened and it in the reason that that hasn't happened is because of this reactivity that a lot of businesses have especially small businesses mm-hmm. where they just react to things and buy tech on demand because if they planned it properly in the first place and um, and took care of things like their processes so doing proper process maps and um and having a process improvement uh roadmap if they had those things so they were improving processes
0: Mm.
1: and they had um they had strategies in place for being more efficient and being more productive and measuring those things as well if you've got all that taken care of then you can control it if you can't measure it, you can't control it. So and when you start doing that, you'll naturally start to develop strategies to improve those things. It'll be part of your motivation, mm. you know, and when you start moving those things forward, then you start seeing improvements in your profitability.
0: Mm.
1: And that's the, that's the aim, isn't it? That's what you're there for. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. By taking care of your processes, take care of your efficiency, taking care of your productivity, you increase profitability. It's as simple as that.
0: Okay now all of this i'd just like to sort of say that all of this happens before you go out and buy a single piece of tech isn't it absolutely yeah
1: when we go to see clients we talk about their business goals we talk about their processes we talk about how efficient they are how product how productive they are what their profitability is like and then we plan around that by looking next at the technology goals and i know what your question is what if they haven't got any technology goals well we help them to develop them Mm-hmm. so we look at um we look at um the technology goals and if they haven't got any we get some and we make sure that they line up we make sure that the technology goals align with the business goals so that no money's wasted
0: well, i suppose the technology goals in a way isn't it is it not just another way of saying how can we make your life easier do you know what I mean and more productive and more profitable and that's where technology can step in if it do it your way do it the monkey business way it just needs planning like everything
1: else in your business and so much so much planning that you do in your business to get done what you need to get done and then you go and neglect the nervous system of your business neglect to take care of your IT uh, and treating it the same way. Companies n- need to stop treating IT like a service and treat it more as a core function of the business.
0: So let's suppose we've got that, we've got process maps done, we've got everything in there. We we understand our five goals, we've got tech goals that are drawn up um, that we know what we need from the tech side. Um, it now comes to sort of um, selecting the technology itself. Um, now that's software. Hof- what's software? Hof- hof- software and hardware i'm gonna hardware that's like a combination isn't it, between software and hardware. <laughs> hardware. Yeah. um anyway right so we've got to choose the technology to improve the existing business processes i guess
1: absolutely and you know whatever it is has got to have either an effect on efficiency or an effect on productivity okay so the two things go hand in hand so if you take care of one you know, the other will follow. But um, if you're taking care of your efficiency and your productivity, profitability will go up. Okay, And and the technology needs to support those things. If you've bought into it and it's not helping you be more efficient, then you've made a mistake in your planning uh, or your research or somewhere along the line you've made a mistake because... The technology, that's what it's there for. It's not there for mm-hmm. its own sake. It's not there for one-upmanship against your competitor, saying we've got the better technology than you, therefore we are better than you. It's not about that. It's making sure that your whatever technology that you put in is making you more efficient, is satisfying your efficiency goals, is satisfying your productivity goals. Um, and that can only be done with proper planning. Okay.
0: okay. What, what what happens if, let's um, suppose I've got my five-year goal, um We've got the tech goals, and the company can't afford the tech cost because it's too much. Whatever it is, what do I do then? Just forget about the five-year goals, or no, absolutely, or remap my five-year. No, goals?
1: no. I mean, what you need to do as part of your planning in the first place, when you first look at this, is look at how much budget is going to be available. Mm-hmm. And um, if there's not going to be enough budget available for satisfying the business goals, then one of two things has to happen: either you have to acquire more budget or you have to acquire new business goals.
0: So your, your five-year plan would probably be more of a six, seven-year plan or something, and then...
1: Yeah, you could replan it. You could yeah. say, actually, we're not going to achieve everything that we need to achieve with our technology within the first five years, because we simply haven't got the budget to do it. And that's okay. We just have to trim things down a little bit. We have to replan the business goals, see what we can achieve, replan the technology goals, see what we can achieve, make sure they are aligned, and then, you know, if more budget becomes available, plans are not there just to be cast in stone and never looked at again until you reach the end of the five years. So there's always opportunities during that five years
0: to replan, of course. Awesome. Okay, so let's look at some of the uh, the things that you would need from the second song. So obviously as you've already mentioned it would need to fulfill what the company needs and the company processes um, should you be going out and saying well my competitors use X Y and Z tech and stuff and uh, software and hardware therefore that's what I'm going to use. Or not. It's important to look at not
1: just what your competitors are using, but also what other people in the industry are using, you know, because that's reviews for you straight away, you know. Mm. If if the rest of the industry is using a piece, a, you know, a particular piece of software, then, and they're being successful with it, and if they're giving it good reviews, they're giving it the thumbs up and saying, this has really contributed, you know, massively to my business, then why not, mm. you know? But it shouldn't be a case of one upmanship against your competitors. Mm. You know, it shouldn't be they've got it, therefore I should have it, like a kind of um, uh, keeping up with the Joneses type thing.
0: Okay, how necessary is it to get technology that's very easy to use and integrate into the into the business? It's absolutely essential. Um, if you buy
1: into some piece of tech and um, your your staff, your employees find it a nightmare to use then your efficiency is not going to go up. It's going to go down. Mm. Productivity is not going to go up. It's going to go down. Therefore, your profitability is not going to go up. It's going to go down. <laughs> yeah. You know, so um, uh, so yes, it, it needs to be like that. And sometimes it's a case of, well, yes, you've got to accept that the technology is going to be a little bit difficult to get used to to begin with. Mm. People sometimes grow into it, but you don't want to take that risk because it's not measurable. So um, what you can do um, is... While you're planning to bring this technology in, look, Look as part of your planning, look at how much extra training the staff are going to need to be able to use this technology properly. Absolutely. Because you lose so much money through staff not being able to use tech properly. Mm. You know, there are some stats on this. You know, there's a there's a definite reduction in efficiency where staff aren't properly trained to use the tech. Where you have staff who are properly trained to use the tech, they're using it to the optimal levels for your organisation. Mm. Then, you know, if you've got the right tech and you've got the staff who can use it, you're on a winner. Staff also, the need to know how to use that tech in a secure way as well uh, because if they if they if they're using it in ways that it wasn't intended to be used for, then you're going to have those efficiency and productivity problems, but you're also going
0: to introduce security problems as well. So um, I suppose that just bring in nicely the the last point here. To to I'm guessing to make sure that the tech is backed up by some reasonably robust security. Absolutely, and it's the same with. It's the same
1: with all tech these days, you know, um, if it's brand new tech, then, you know, there's a reasonable chance that it could be prone to, uh, attack if it's, if it's well-established and it's well-developed and quite mature technology, then it's not going to be as prone to those kinds of problems, but there's always going to be something. So the technology needs to be, um, let's say for, a, just taking the example of software, um, software is just ones and zeros, it's bits and bytes, it's, um, digital now you wouldn't have thought that being the case that software would degrade over time and you'd be wrong about that software gets updated and the environment changes if the environment changes and the software stays the same the software might not be up working to yeah to the demands of the environment anymore you know so the software has to continually evolve that's interesting uh in order to um in order to stay secure and if it doesn't evolve, mm. it doesn't stay secure. so there's no point in buying um, off the shelf boxed software that never gets updated like in the old days. It has to be software that's evolving that has you know a roadmap that has some kind of evolution to it. You know how is that software going to change in response to problems that are identified by the community? You know, can I have a fix Mm. for this problem straight away? And you'll see, you know, companies like Microsoft Now and all of the other big tech companies who produce software um, uh, are constantly, the the software is constantly changing, constantly evolving, being updated. Sometimes those updates are for security reasons. Sometimes it's productivity reasons. Sometimes it's because Mm -hmm. of bugs. Quite a lot of the time it's because of bugs in the software, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But as long as the software is constantly evolving, that's fine. Um, so yeah, software can degrade over time. You don't want that to happen. Um, Mm. so, um, so it's important to invest in software that is going to do that. Yeah. So the software needs to be constantly up to date. And if it's not, then there's going to be a problem. Now, um, quite often the security companies, uh, who take care of these things for you, um, have got um, priority access to uh patches and things like that before they go out on a general release so if it's a security problem then the security companies who manage your software who manage your security (laughs) um will be patching your software to make sure that um you're not Hmm. open or prone to attack
0: it's something we mentioned in the last the last podcast if you haven't heard that we talk quite a lot about ransomware and open my idea, open my eyes to a few things that I wasn't aware of. Um, so, if you haven't heard that, then please do have a listen to that. It's well worth it. But I think now, um, as we've given away all this free info, shall we do a plug? Do A plug, yeah, why not? And trust us to lose volume on the plug. So if a company needs help choosing the new IT systems, they should use Monkey Business IT because...
1: Because we bring big
0: IT to small businesses
1: in the UK. And uh, what that essentially means is that uh, we provide IT management at a strategy level. So uh, we work with business owners to help them develop business goals, to analyze those business goals, to look at business processes, to look at the technology goals and if they don't have any we help them with those as well and make sure that it all lines up with the view to creating more efficiency more productivity and more profitability for that business
0: Awesome Right, well thank you everybody for listening Uh, we should be back again next week uh, with more free info um, for all you people wanting to use tech and make make it work for you instead of you working for it um so thank you very much goodbye from me and goodbye from him <laughs>